America spends five to ten times more on health care than any other country in the world. Then why does America rank number 43 worldwide for longevity? Third world countries such as Cuba and Costa Rica rank higher than the U.S. So what's wrong with health care in America? This is what's wrong. Our $3 trillion healthcare industry is focused on disease management, while 70% of our planet relies on traditional indigenous medicine that is focused on health optimization. Learn how. Join Dr. Dan Royal on the show, The Royal Treatment, bringing you the latest information on the best of medicine, biotechnology, and pharmacology, as well as secrets from the past. These secrets have withstood the test of time and are being rediscovered today. In fact, indigenous healthcare practitioners are using them for the benefit of their patients who seek optimal health and wellness. Now, here is Dr. Dan Royal. Greetings, listeners. I am Dr. Dan Royal, R-O-Y-A-L, just like it sounds, Royal Blue. And I am here every week to answer your health questions. And we are going to do that today. We have lots of things to discuss. But first, I would like to thank our sponsors. First, we'd like to thank the Turtle Healing Band Clinic, THB Clinic, where I work here in Las Vegas. We practice medical alternatives or traditional medicine. It goes by many other names, but ultimately, it comes under a category of holistic health for patients who are seeking optimal health and wellness. And the Turtle Healing Band Clinic is sponsored by Crow Tribe of Indians, for whom we're grateful for exercising some jurisdiction over this practice, which none of the states in this country have done so. With the exception of Arizona that has a homeopathic board, and it remains to be seen how much longer that will last since they are the only alternative medical board left in United States. We'd also like to thank the First Nation Medical Board, also sponsored by the Crow Tribe of Indians. It is a licensing agency that was designed, created for the purpose of protecting, promoting, and preserving the practice of traditional medicine or medical alternatives. This is because physicians in the United States need dual licensure. That means that if they're practicing Anything that is unconventional, meaning that they want to help their patients through non-conventional or traditional means, such as by using homeopathy or even supplements, IV therapies, and so forth. They need dual licensure because this is not something that their state medical board regulates. And so every time they do something to try to help their patients with health optimization, they do so at the risk of their license. Dual licensure provides a jurisdiction for them that gives them the protection to do such things in their practice. We'd like to thank those of you who are joining us today, particularly if you are from the Native Voice One Network. We appreciate your support. If you have any questions, feel free to email them to me. I always answer them. If not on the air, then off the air. You can email me at d Royal at royalmedicalclinic.com. It's D as in Daniel, Royal, R-O-Y-A-L, at royalmedicalclinic, all one word, dot com. Or call us here at the Turtle Healing Band Clinic at 702-562-1454. That's 702-562-1454. We can always be reached here to accommodate you. That's what we're here for. Now, my purpose in This show and every show is to empower you, the listener, with information that you can use to make better informed health care decisions. Why? Well, we think it's important if you care about your health and you're going to live a long life that you have a good quality of life. One of the things we review on our show every week is we're curious. By looking at obituaries, people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had, This is important because we're in a very interesting period in our country's history. Did you know that the average life expectancy in the United States has declined every year for the past four years? That, my friends, is a new record here in the United States. A new record. Last time it declined was in 1990. That was just once. 
The last time it declined three times was in 1916, 17, 18, when we had a World War One and flu pandemic going on. Now it has declined four years in a row, 19, 15, 16, 17, and 18. That, my friends, is a new record. What is the average life expectancy in the U.S.? Well, currently, it is approximately 78.5 years of age. Now, if you're a woman, it's a little higher. It's 81 years of age. If you're a man, it's a little lower at 76 years of age. Let's take a look at what happened here just last week. Now, we're going to look first at those who died locally, too young from diseases they shouldn't have had here in the Las Vegas and Reno areas, the two major cities in Nevada. First, you have a 50-year-old woman who passed away and left behind three children. We have a 50-year-old man, a maintenance engineer with the United States Post Office who died from injuries he received during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Obviously, he was in the military. 53-year-old woman who worked as a weapons scoring operator. She died after a short battle with cancer. She was 53. 59-year-old man, a business owner, passed away at his home. 61-year-old woman, a stenographer, passed away from breast cancer. Seeing way too much cancer. And as I mentioned on the show, it is increasingly becoming the number one cause of death in the industrialized nations throughout the world. Now, in some countries... Heart disease is still number one. In others, they're claiming it is dementia, such as the United Kingdom. We have a 66-year-old woman, a teacher who passed away from complications of her seven-year battle against cancer. 67-year-old man, a probation officer, passed away after battling pancreatic cancer. 69-year-old woman who worked in the hospital emergency room died after complications from her heart surgery. 70-year-old woman who worked in gaming passed away after a fight with cancer and COPD. COPD, interestingly, is considered the third leading cause of death in some statistics when actually the third leading cause of death in this country is doctor and hospital mistakes or drug side effects. 71-year-old man passed away after battling lung cancer on and off for three years. 74-year-old man who worked as a sales manager passed away unexpectedly, usually means sudden death from heart attack. 76-year-old man died from pneumonia secondary to many health issues as a result of his exposure to Agent Orange. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. When we come back, we're going to look at obituaries of celebrities who died this last week. Too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. Stay with us. After forming all the organs and body components necessary for human life, stem cells disappear, right? No! Stem cells are present in all of us, just waiting for an opportunity to regenerate organs, joints, ligaments, muscles, and other body tissues they originally formed. Dr. Dan Royal has developed a unique patent-pending process for obtaining stem cells from your own blood. Stem cells can be concentrated, prepared, and delivered to areas where you need them most to repair old, damaged, and dying cells. Can your own stem cells help rejuvenate your body? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Your own naturally occurring stem cells are the ultimate anti-aging treatment. They can be used to improve facial appearance and hair growth, as well as for aches, pains, and other conditions. Could your own stem cells help you achieve optimal health and wellness? Find out by calling Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454. Don't wait. Call today. That number again is 702-562-1454. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. As humans, we ask ourselves all kinds of questions. But what if we were forced to ask ourselves a question every day that affected the outcome of the most basic things, the most important things in our lives? 
The question is, what is your sexual orientation or gender identity? And the answer is the difference between keeping your job or getting fired. The answer is the difference between staying in your home or getting evicted. The answer is the difference between receiving medical treatment or not. Because in 31 states, it's legal to discriminate against people based on their answer to this question. LGBT Americans have the right to say, I do, but they don't have the same basic rights as everyone else. Get the facts at beyondido.org. Brought to you by the Gill Foundation and the Ad Council. Getting to know you. Let me tell you about America Matters with Eddie Floyd. It comes on every Monday at noon. Don't want you to miss it. That's America Matters with Eddie Floyd. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. Back to the show, and thank you for sticking with us. We're now in the second quarter of our show, and you are listening to The Royal Treatment. At this point in the show, we are still reviewing obituaries, but later in this program, we're going to talk about the flu vaccine. We're going to talk about the importance of a supplement that you might be taking called pomegranate, and maybe some other interesting current events, and statistics. So stay with us. We have much more to come. Now continue our discussion. We're talking about celebrity notables this last week who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had. Now, in general, we're talking about people who did not meet their average life expectancy if they had lived in the United States, which we said before the break was 78.5 years of age, the average. Now, 81 for a woman, 76 for a man. Let's continue. We have Kamas Aldosari, a Saudi Arabian soccer player for the national team. He died at 46 years of age from brain cancer. He was 46. Piers Jones, digital British officer, died at 47 years of age from cancer. Basila Tunesa Bappi, Bangladeshi lawyer and politician, died at 49 years of age from pneumonia. Would love to get more information on these kinds of things to see how he was actually treated. No one should be dying from pneumonia if you can get to them early. Sometimes people have walking pneumonia. And do you know the only way to actually diagnose pneumonia? Now, I can get an idea when I listen to somebody's lungs, but the actual diagnosis is from a chest X-ray. Ria Irawan, Indonesian actress, died at 50 years of age from lymphoma. That's a cancer of the lymph nodes. Nawa Kasim, Lebanese journalist and television presenter, died at 51 years of age from a heart attack. Tom Long, American-born Australian actor, died at 51 years of age from encephalitis. That's brain inflammation due to multiple myeloma, which is a cancer of the bone marrow, which had actually been diagnosed back in 2012. So he suffered with that for seven years. Yukiko Mayaki, Japanese politician and member of the House of Representatives, died at 54 years of age from... Drowning suicide. I never heard of such a thing, but supposedly because she was found on the coast at the ocean with no other means of how she died, they ruled it a drowning suicide. Kiroli Gesetzi, Hungarian actor at 56 years of age from a heart attack. Mike Fitzpatrick, Pennsylvania member of the United States House of Representatives, died at 56 years of age from melanoma. Now, interestingly, he had been diagnosed with colon cancer back in 2008 and treated with chemotherapy. Supposedly, it was in remission, but he developed another cancer. In this case, he did. Giuliano Caesar, Brazilian singer, died at 58 years of age from a heart attack. Demir Mahanovic. Croatian comedian, actor, musician, died at 59 years of age from lung cancer. Remember, you don't have to smoke to get lung cancer. You can get lung cancer from your exposure to radon, which comes from uranium. It leaks out of the ground, and if you have a basement that's unventilated and you're in such an endemic area, such as in the southwest, 
you may be at risk. There's actually testing that can be done for that. Email me and I'll tell you where you can get the kits for radon testing. That's droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. We have J.L. Lewis, American golfer who died at 59 years of age from multiple myeloma. Again, cancer of the bone marrow. Carlos de Leon, Puerto Rican boxer, died at 60 years of age from cardiac arrest while being treated for a throat infection in the hospital. Silva Zuleva, Bulgarian journalist, died at 61 years of age from a heart attack. Nick Fish, American politician and lawyer, Portland City Commissioner, died at 61 years of age from stomach cancer. Ken Fusen, or Fusan, American journalist, died at 63 years of age from complications due to liver disease. He was actually waiting for a liver transplant. Dimrangar Dadnaji, Chadian politician and prime minister, died at 65 years of age from a stroke. Vic Juris, American jazz guitarist, died at 66 years of age from liver cancer. Katsura Sonosuke, Japanese ragoka, which is a storyteller entertainer, died at 66 years of age from acute myeloid leukemia. Acute myeloid leukemia, another cancer of the bone marrow disease. We have Yukiko Yoshi, Indian politician, who died at 67 years of age from lung cancer. Naguyan Chan Ten, Vietnamese actor, died at 70, no, I'm sorry, died at 67 years of age during his sleep after he drank a glass of wine. He previously had been complaining of the flu, not sure what his actual cause of death was. Jury Ingebrigtsen, Norwegian politician, mayor of Vestagov, or Mestagoy, and minister of social affairs, died at 67 years of age from cancer. Alan Christie, British businessman died at 68 years of age from a heart condition. Marion Funukane, Irish broadcaster, died suddenly at 69 years of age. Suddenly from, of course, heart attack or sudden death syndrome. Ng Dui Ping, Singaporean entrepreneur and army general, chief of defense, died at 71 years of age from pancreatic cancer. David Sidor, American Nicaraguan Roman Catholic bishop, that is 72 years of age from a brain tumor. Rainier Bach, German illustrator and cartoonist, died at 73 years of age after a long, serious illness, probably cancer. I don't know what else could be longer and more serious. P.H. Pandian, Indian politician, died at 74 years of age from a sudden heart attack. Sam Witchie, American NFL football player and coach, died at 74 years of age from liver cancer. Sometimes you have a liver cancer that is the primary source, but more often it is a metastatic source, meaning the cancer came from somewhere else. David Stern, American businessman, commissioner of the NBA, or National Basketball Association, died at 77 years of age from a brain hemorrhage or stroke. Erica Breuer, Greek actress, died at 77 years of age after a battle with cancer, and she had been in intensive care for a few weeks before she died. Uwe Lambinas. German politician, died at 78 years of age after a long illness. Again, probably cancer. Nines Cocho Alaveras, Filipino journalist, died at 78 years of age from a lingering illness. And finally, Antonio Mora, Spanish-born Andorran diplomat and writer, ambassador to the Pope, died at 78 years of age from heart failure. Heart failure means that your heart is not pumping strong enough. If your heart is not pumping strong enough, you get edema in your lower extremities and eventually it backs up into your lungs and you can't breathe and you die. Now, there are things you can do for that, of course. Natural supplements that can help make your heart stronger, including hormones. What's the one hormone that stimulates muscle growth, including benefits the heart? That is testosterone. But you can also take such things as L-carnitine, vitamin E, pure vitamin E, that is, magnesium or magnesium potassium, and perhaps most important of all, CoQ10. CoQ10 is a supplement that helps specifically for heart failure. For those of the people who died too young from diseases they shouldn't have had just this last year, I thought you might find it interesting that I did receive 
an email from a patient who was asking about vaccinations. We talk about that on this show from time to time. The reason it's interesting is because medicine really has no treatment for a virus. Now, ostensibly, we give vaccinations to prevent you from getting a virus. The problem is it's an artificial treatment that may require multiple doses, whereas if you are exposed to such things as chickenpox and measles, you have a lifelong immunity. Every year, of course, the flu comes around, and it's a different strain. We are always at least one year behind the strain, so we never have the exact flu virus for that particular season. But there are natural remedies that can be taken to help protect you as well as treat you from the flu. The flu virus can easily be treated with homeopathic, such as acylococcinum, available over-the-counter. It works very well. Typically, in an acute situation, you want to take a dose of that every hour to two hours until you feel better. And if you feel better, then you can stop taking it, save the rest for a rainy day. It works very well by neutralizing the virus in your system. And there are other ways of doing it. In our office, we like to use what's called an isote injection, where we inject something IV push. That means we inject it into the vein. Now, this is for acute colds and flus, where we want to be a little more aggressive. And we include often a homeopathic in that injection, but we don't inject the entire solution. We save some and mix it with the patient's blood, and we make that homeopathic. That is called an isote. And then we inject that into the contralateral side or buttocks, hip area. And interestingly enough, it is a very powerful immune stimulant. And usually within 24 to 36 hours, the patient is completely recovered. We recently did that for a pianist. He performs at the Bellagio Hotel here in town. He was better the next day. That is not uncommon. But here's the email I received. It says, Dr. Royal, I have some questions about vaccinations. I have three young children. The first is mostly immunized. The third is partial. I am looking for answers as to how the body works against fighting disease. And if you do alternative medicine for pediatric, and if not, do you know anyone? I want to do well checks for my kids to have peace of mind, but I find myself dreading the appointments because of all the immunization pressure. I'm not entirely anti-vaccine, but some red flags have been brought up making me question whether or not children are actually healthier from receiving them. Well, we're going to answer this right after the break. You're listening to The Royal Treatment. I'm Dr. Dan Royal. Stay right with us. Low-dose chemotherapy uses only 10 to 20% of full-dose chemo, and it's known as IPT, or insulin-potentiated therapy. It's one of the safest and most innovative approaches to treating cancer effectively. IPT virtually eliminates side effects of full-dose chemo, such as nausea, hair loss, and fatigue. Could IPT be the answer you've been searching for? To find out, call Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. IPT uses low-dose chemo with insulin. Cancer cells have up to 20 times more insulin receptors and use up to 20 times more sugar than normal cells. That's why cancer cells thrive while normal cells struggle to survive. One study showed that using low-dose chemo with insulin resulted in a 10,000% increase in cancer-killing ability. Could IPT with low-dose chemo and insulin help you? Call Dr. Royal at 702-562-1454 to see if you qualify for IPT. That's 702-562-1454. Hi, I'm Kelly Rush, CEO of America Matters Media, here to tell you about Reno Tahoe Mattress and Furniture. They have mattresses and furniture for 50 to 80% less than the big retailers. They sell all new name brand mattresses and furniture from name brand vendors and carry everything from lower end up to luxury brands. Because Reno Tahoe Mattress and Furniture is a clearance warehouse, not a direct retailer, stock is limited and they never know when the next truck will come in. They're open to the public Saturdays from noon to 4 p.m., but availability is first come, first serve. Reno Tahoe Mattress and Furniture is located at 1050 Linda Way, Suite 13 in Sparks, or call Liz for an appointment at 775-790-7521. Get 90-day no interest, no credit check financing with just $50 down. Mention this ad for an additional 5% off. Again, Reno Tahoe Mattress and Furniture, 775-790-7521. Hi, I'm Noreen Leary, CEO of the Veterans Guest House. 
Guest House is a home away from home for our veterans and their families who travel to Reno for medical care. Our house is more than just a warm bed. It's a place of camaraderie where veterans can find support and long-lasting friends. We serve veterans, men and women, young and old, Navy, Army, Marines, Coast Guard, and Air Force. Wherever they hail from and whatever their circumstance, the Veterans Guest House is ready to support them. The reason we feel so strongly about our mission is that we know that many veterans would forgo their medical treatments because they simply can't afford the accommodations. The Guest House is one of a kind in the country, funded entirely through private donations. Want to know how you can help? There are many ways you can be involved, from volunteering, providing dinners, or supplying items from our wish list. Find out more about the Guest House at www.veteransguesthouse.org. Serving veterans today, tomorrow, and for years to come. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The power of radio since 1967. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. We're back to the show. I'm Dr. Dan Royal, and you're listening to The Royal Treatment. Thank you for sticking with us. If you need to reach me, you can always email me with your questions at droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com. D is in Daniel Royal, R-O-Y-A-L, at royalmedicalclinic, all one word, Com, or you can call us here at the Turtle Healing Band Clinic, THB Clinic, at 702-562-1454. That's 702-562-1454. Before the break, we were talking about the question that was asked by a patient regarding vaccinations, whether or not she should be vaccinating her children. Well, this a very good question, and anybody who has children has to deal with this issue sooner or later. And there are, of course, options. There are medical exemptions currently available in all 50 states, although the state of California is working to eradicate even that. But if you have a medical exemption, then, of course, you do not need to be vaccinated. What happens if you have a medical exemption? Well, your school keeps this on file. And if there's ever an epidemic, which hasn't really happened in my lifetime, but if there is, your child would be required to be removed from the school for a period of approximately two weeks until the crisis has passed. So that's what happens when you have a medical exemption. Now, you can get a medical exemption if you've reacted to a vaccination or perhaps a sibling or perhaps even your parent. There are legitimate reasons for having a medical exemption. And there are legitimate concerns about vaccinations, which we talked about last week, where an FDA researcher admitted that there are cancer-causing agents put in the vaccines. It is an area filled with controversy. In fact, the oral polio was eventually pulled off the market because it was causing more polio than it was actually curing. In fact, if you got the oral polio vaccine, then you could transmit it to others through oral fecal contamination. Interestingly, there is a company in this country that specializes in helping people who wish to be protected from vaccinations. They provide a homeopathic kit. The name of the company is Celitech in Madison, Wisconsin, and we use some of their kits here. Now, the kit can be used either prior to the vaccination, which is how it was intended, but you can also give it to a child after they've received the vaccination. And the purpose is to detox them for perhaps any harmful agents that might be in the vaccine. And they have them for all types of vaccines for children. So the question is, is there an alternative to vaccinations? Yes, there is. There are alternatives, starting with medical exemptions, but that you can also get vaccinations and use a homeopathic vaccination kit, either pre or post, or Potentially, you could use homeopathics made from the viruses that are typically used in vaccines to immunize your children. This may not have the same effect as creating a lifelong immunity, but it does have the temporary effect of raising their immunity uh, if, in fact, they're going to be exposed to someone who may have diseases that you would rather they not contract. 
Here's a very interesting article that recently came out regarding the flu vaccine. Let's take a look. The CDC, or our Center for Disease Control, estimates that 56,000 people die from the flu each year. Hmm. Well, we've talked about that before, that people really don't die from the flu, but the treatment of the flu. In fact, we've discussed how the flu pandemic of 1918 was really a pandemic of doctors that were over-prescribing anti-inflammatories, particularly aspirin, because the patent for bare aspirin had run out the year before, and now everyone here and around the world was prescribing it like candy. It was a bad combination. It resulted in bleeding pneumonia and killed Thousands, millions, millions of people died during that period of time. Now, that doesn't happen every year since then. Why? Well, we learned that the treatment of the flu can be more harmful than the flu itself. So the real statistical information we need is how many of these folks who supposedly died from the flu actually received the flu vaccine and how soon afterwards did they die from it? Science proves that you are most susceptible to getting the flu and spreading it during the first two weeks after you received the flu vaccine, which, by the way, has a mercury contaminant in it called thimerosal. There are two simple and valid explanations for this. One, the CDC guesses at which strains of the flu are coming around while combining two or three and genetically modifying them in laboratories. This means that strains of the flu don't even match up with the wild strains anymore. As we said, we're at least a year behind. And since your immune system is compromised by the toxic carcinogenic adjuvants, additives, and preservatives in the needle stick from the vaccine, your chances of contracting the virus increase rather than decrease. Number two, when the influenza vaccine is injected into your muscle tissue, you're getting a weakened version of the virus strains because they're forced to hibernate in formaldehyde or embalming fluid. This means that even if you don't contract the flu yourself, you're able to spread it to those around you by a process called shedding. This is when the vaccine industry blames the unvaccinated people for spreading the flu, even though it's actually the vaccinated people who are the culprits. Tricky stuff, isn't it? But it has been scientifically proven. Once a flu shot victim or a victim of vaccine shedding comes down with the influenza virus or even some other flu-like sickness, which could be just about anything, hospitals, doctors, and the CDC are quick to label it the flu, especially if you die. This helps with national scare tactic propaganda for selling or giving away for free the deadly flu vaccine which supposedly kills so many people, which in turn makes you, or I should say the sick care industry, billions of dollars. Don't you wish you were that industry? That's why the flu shot is usually free, because it spreads the flu and funds the industry. It goes hand in hand. The more that Americans get flu shot injections, the more flu shot statistics increase. It tells you right on the vaccine insert of the warning label that no clinical trials are run on influenza vaccines to prove they work. But that doesn't usually matter to people who get the vaccine, sometimes referred to as sheeple, because they are all scared to death, sometimes literally, that if they don't get the vaccine, they'll certainly get the flu, which can be easily treated homeopathically, easily and safely, I might add, with no side effects. There are more than 15 influenza strains that can circulate into America every flu season. Did you get that? 15 strains, which oddly runs through the months of October and May and through no other months throughout the year. So even if you get the flu shot and it works, you actually do build immunity to two or three strains in the vaccine. You're still susceptible to the other dozen or more deadly strains that can spread, especially from all those people around you that just got the flu shot that contains new combination strains of influenza. Think of the Zika virus here. And as I said, it has been scientifically proven. Well, that's enough about the flu vaccine and always an interesting topic. What's perhaps most fascinating 
is that the government knows that people are injured from vaccine. The reason the vaccine industry has a secret court is a vaccine injury compensation act, but it literally does have a vaccine court and settles injuries totaling over $2 billion that 75% of all settlements for vaccine injuries is because vaccine manufacturers don't want those statistics escaping into the independent media. If Americans knew the truth about vaccine research being relatively fraudulent and vaccine safety and efficacy, efficacy, there we go, being a total sham, then the herd theory of immunity would be blown out of the water. Actually, the herd theory is interesting and intellectually satisfying as it might sound, has never been proven. Well, one of the things we like to do for our patients is to empower them with things they can use for their health at home. And we provide some equipment we use here in the office for treatment that we have talked about in this program in the past that has helped to lower nagalase, which is an enzyme produced by cancer and viruses, as well as AMAS, blood levels. That is a cancer antibody known as the anti-malignant serum antibody. And we do that with the combination of the PSB or photon sound beam and the PEMF, the pulsing electromagnetic field. Interestingly, there was a study done, or a comparison, I should say, between the equipment that we use in our office, which is now known as the Cell Vital. It is the new and improved version of the QRS or Quantron Resonance System. Comparison was done between that and the Beamer. The Beamer uses some discard, some technology that had previously been discarded from the German company that produces the QRS and now the Cell Vital. What was interesting is that the researchers found that even when this Beamer pulsing electromagnetic field was plugged in and not turned on, it was still emitting electromagnetic frequencies, harmful electromagnetic frequencies, we refer to as electrosmog, that were 15 to 20, 10, 20 times higher than what was allowable in the Europe regulatory agencies. And what was most disconcerting was that it was discovered that the amount of electromagnetic smog, or I should say electrosmog, that which one was exposed to by using the Beamer, it increased the risk of leukemia, particularly in children, by four and a half times. I'm Dr. Dan Royer. You're listening to the Royal Treatment. We're going to continue our discussion on this very subject right after the break. Stay with us. Can your own stem cells heal you? The miracle of life begins when an egg and a sperm unite. They form a single stem cell. Stem cells will keep dividing until directed by the body to become something else. Natural occurring stem cells can be found in all tissues of your body. Can your own stem cells help your body heal and repair itself? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Dr. Royal has developed a unique patent-pending process for obtaining stem cells from your own blood. Stem cells can be concentrated, prepared, and delivered to areas where you need them most to repair old, damaged, and dying cells. Can your own stem cells help your body heal and repair itself? Are you a cancer patient in remission who needs rejuvenation for optimal health and wellness? Find out more by calling Dr. Dan Royal at 702-562-1454. Don't wait. Call today. That number again is 702-562-1454. Hey, Dr. Phil here. I help people solve difficult and trying personal problems every day on my TV show, but there's one problem that just got me stumped. Childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. That's one in five kids who may not know where their next meal is coming from, despite the fact that there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food out there to feed them all. Now, I don't know about you, but that is unacceptable to me. Luckily, the Feeding America network of good people is out there collecting surplus food and giving hope to hungry children and their families at local food banks all across the country. But let's face it, they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a Teenager. 
Learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally just shorter. As in I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter better way to say jealous. As in Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're um rad just the same. To learn more, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the US Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ, a Lotus Broadcast Station, the power of radio since 1967. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. We're back to the show, and I'm Dr. Sticking with us, we still have much to talk about that will hopefully provide you with some information that you can use to empower yourself to make better informed healthcare decisions. My goal, remember, for you is to learn one new thing for being with us today. And then, if that occurs, our time has been well spent. For the break, we were talking a little bit about the comparison between the cell vital and the beamer, pulsing electromagnetic fields. One of the things that was found about the cell vital is that it only reached 30% of the maximum allowable electrosmog that was considered harmful for the human. That's a good thing. It's very safe. The difference between the two is that the cell vital has trade secret technology to protect you against electrosmog. Whether it's plugged in or whether it's turned on, you are protected. Many other devices, such as the one I mentioned, the Beamer, do not have this trade secret technology and expose you to harmful PEMF, pulse electromagnetic field. Last week, we talked about the harmful effect of microwave radiation from 5G towers and the problem that then is caused in the country of Czechoslovakia that has served to be a type of microcosm, whereby many of its diseases have increased by as much as 50% by being exposed to these microwave radiation waves that are harmful to the human being. Well, here are some patient cases that we recently shared with some of our constituents who had received a combination of the photon sound beam that emits ozone and photons into the skin, along with the radio frequency that is 432 hertz and helps with the conversion, believe it or not, of minerals to enzymes in your body. We use them in common, and as I mentioned, they've been found to have a biochemical effect in reducing nagalase, so the immune system can function more effectively, reducing cancer antibodies. The nice thing about the combination is it can be done at home. I've had some patients purchase it just for that purpose. Here's a few cases. Patient number one. 51-year-old female who had been avoiding exercise and unable to walk down her stairs for six months because of knee pain located on the inside of both of her knee joints. I should say the inner aspect of her knees, not the joint itself. She was given a non-invasive treatment with the photon sound beam electrode. Now, we found that if you put the electrode on the area of pain, it has a remarkable effect of eliminating that pain. The typical treatment with this combination of equipment is 24 minutes. So we put the electrode on there for 12 minutes on each knee. The next day, she was amazed at how much better my knees feel and was able to walk down her stairs for the first time in six months facing forward as she usually had to sidestep her way down the stairs. She then reported, I'm going to start working out now. Guess what? Her knees never hurt again. Patient number two, 56-year-old female with a history of plantar fasciitis received a 24-minute treatment with the PSB and CB combination. The next day, she felt like, I have a normal foot again. She injured her foot over the weekend, but it healed on its own, which had never happened before. The patient had a couple more booster treatments just for good measure. And guess what? Her foot pains never returned. 
patient number three, 59 year old female with a history of thigh pains since her discectomy or disc surgery in 2004, received a 24 minute treatment with the PSB photon sound beam and CV cell vital combination. This was on a Friday when she returned for her second treatment the following Monday after the weekend. The thigh pains had disappeared and never returned again. Patient number four. This is a 53-year-old woman who had pain in her Achilles tendon. She injured it from jump roping. It prevented her from running, which she also did daily. She received a combination treatment of the PSB and the CV with the electrode on the Achilles tendon for 12 minutes each side. 12 minutes on each side. That's it. The next day, she had no pain. That was three months ago, and her pains never returned. You want to know more about that? Feel free to email me, droyal at royalmedicalclinic.com, or call the clinic, Turtle Healing Band Clinic here at 702-562-1454. Well, we want to spend a little bit of time, as promised, talking about a supplement that you, in fact, may be taking, and it is the pomegranate. You may be drinking it as a juice, or you could be taking it as a supplement. And there's some things you need to know about it, which I think you'll find most interesting. In a scientific white paper, authors warned that pomegranate has rapidly become one of the most popular healthy fruits, with an array of extracts appearing in the botanical dietary supplement markets and a plethora of juice products in the beverage industry. Now, here's a brief history of the pomegranate. Pomegranate originated in Persia, now Iran, in 3500 to 2000 BC, and cultivation spread quickly throughout the Mediterranean and extended to Arabia, Afghanistan, India, and China, where it was called the Chinese apple, the alternate appellation. Pomegranates were introduced to Rome via Carthage in 700 BC, its southern neighbor. Romans named the fruit Punicum malum, which translates as Phoenician apple. In ancient Rome, pomegranates grew in shady areas of residential courtyards and were enjoyed as a summer fruit. Ancient Greeks in 500 BC featured pomegranates in myths, particularly as a fruit of temptation and indissolubility of marriage. Now, throughout history, pomegranates have had spiritual, religious, and medicinal significance and were part of the diets of ancient peoples. Now, interestingly, it has a active ingredient. Punicolagins are elagitanins containing elagic acid. Did you get all that? Elagic acid is a polyphenol that protects plants against UV light, viruses, bacteria, and parasites. Elagic acid, as a supplement ingredient, has poor bioavailability. Poor bioavailability. But punicolagins are bioavailable in humans. Once ingested, punicolagins release elagic acid that partly go to plasma and in part are metabolized by the stomach flora to urolithins, helping to support gastrointestinal health as a prebiotic. Okay, well, you got all that? Dr. Lindsay Bergson, a popular alternative health practitioner and health educator, wrote about the benefits of pomegranate for cardiovascular health. First, it helps to lower oxidized cholesterol. Fats that are oxidized are especially nasty acting and can damage the lining of your blood vessels, we call the endothelium, which leads to atherosclerosis or heart disease. Pomegranate juice is rich in antioxidants, such as the allergic acid, which prevents LDL cholesterol or the harmful cholesterol from oxidizing and thus protects your precious endothelium and heart. Number two, pomegranates boost enzymes that keep fats healthier. Pomegranates upregulate an enzyme called serum Paranoxinase. The enzyme protects good cholesterol, your HDL, from being oxidized, and this in turn protects against lipid peroxidation, which is heart dangerous. Number three, pomegranates reduce the size of plaque in your arteries. In mice with heart disease or plaque in their arteries, who are given pomegranate juice, the size of their atherosclerotic lesion reduced by 44%, compared with control mice given only water instead. Number four, Pomegranates lower your blood pressure. A small pilot study from Israel, 10 patients, which is a tea study, found drinking one glass a day of pomegranate juice for one year consistently increased antioxidant blood activity by 
130%. Reverse plaque buildup in carotid arteries by 29%. Increase to protective enzyme mentioned above by 89%. Lowered blood pressure by 12% and reduced cholesterol oxidation. They followed these participants for another two years, but the benefits stayed at the level achieved at the end of the first year. Number five, blood clotting. A number of studies have shown that pomegranates make platelets less sticky or less viscous and less likely to clot, reducing stroke events in high-risk patients. Number six, pomegranates increase nitric oxide. Several different studies have found that pomegranates boost nitric oxide protection, which keeps the lining of blood vessels or your endothelium more relaxed and healthier and less vulnerable to damage, initiating heart disease, and reduces dangerous inflammation. Pomegranates also improve nitric oxide availability by the body. Number six, pomegranates treat angina. Five days of taking 7.5 ounces of pomegranate juice was given to ischemic heart patients in the hospital or 100 patients who were randomized to experimental control groups. Pomegranate juice caused significant reductions in the intensity, occurrence, and duration of angina pectoris, or heart pain, in patients with unstable angina. Consistently, the test patients had significantly lower levels of serum troponin and melondialdehyde. Melondialdehyde. The results of the study suggest protective effects of pomegranate juice against myocardial ischemia and reperfusion injury. Number seven, pomegranate Juice helps kidney patients. Whether they're on dialysis or not, it can minimize cardiac damage caused by regularly consuming pomegranates. Given pomegranates while on dialysis reduces inflammatory cardiac markers and is suggested by a number of scientists at the conclusion of their research for such kidney patients. Well, there's much more to talk about regarding pomegranates, but I think you get the idea. It is a healthy supplement and a very popular drink that has many health benefits even in helping your hair. How many people are concerned about that? There was a study done which showed that it helped to improve the prevention of health hair loss for those who had alopecia that was non-scarring. Well, I'm Dr. Dan Royal. You've been listening to The Royal Treatment. We've covered a lot of ground today, and I hope that you have, in fact, learned one new thing. If you have done this, your time with us has been well spent. We're here every week to answer your health questions. We'll be back next week with another episode of The Royal Treatment. But until then, my friends, may you all be well.